On this week's episode of The Smoke Break, we talk with Jamal Coleman about risk-taking and anxiety management. We also talk with Free Tillman about what it takes to be a working performer. Stick around for a freestyle performance with Jamal and Beats by Free. Episodes drop on all platforms every Monday at 6 p.m. And welcome to The Smoke Break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. What up? And Jamal Coleman. Hey, what's up? Thank you so much for joining us. I'm excited to have you. This is going to be a super dope episode. Jamal's going to do some freestyling later over some free Tillman beats. So just make sure you stick around for that or skip to the episode later part. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of risk, that was a risk uh, opening on that note. Um, But risk is something we're talking about. Jamal, you're uh, you're moving soon, correct? Yeah, I'm headed out to Vegas, the the town of risk. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say they probably know all about risk. Uh, But yeah, moving can be sort of a risk. Uh, What's made you decide to to make that jump uh i'm a bet on black you know bet on black okay <laughs> okay i like that that's not uh, a bad uh, answer well you know i took a risk uh moving up here i'm from los angeles originally and um I, I took a risk coming up here trying to make some money and do some touring sure and uh the pandemic happened yes yes <laughs> and then i took a risk with my life uh being a <laughs> uh, you know what do they call them uh, uh people that worked all the damn time mm-hmm. during the pandemic i mm-hmm. forgot what americans <laughs> <laughs> pretty much yeah uh, so plus i was an at-risk youth so um my whole life has just been rolling the dice and seeing what's up. So this next uh, adventure is is a, a close of a chapter in some aspects, but um, you know, it's an opening of a new book in another aspect. Yeah, no, I I think that you know we take risks all the way throughout our life, and uh, you know, depending on whether or not we see if there's a a reward that's worth that risk, we kind of decide whether or not we're going to do that. Zoe, what does that make you think of? Um, I don't know. It just makes me think about like the things that we're often afraid of are often the things that like will bring the most like expansive or the most growth in our lives. Like that's a pattern I've noticed is like, yeah, the stuff I'm scared of that feels like a risk is usually like the most like, uh, what's the word I'm trying to think of? Like it just produces the most growth and change in my life and brings me things that I like wanted, but it was afraid to have, you know? So I think in that way, like risk is, yeah, it's important. It's like leaning into the things that scare you because they're the things you really want. True. Yeah. I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, David Goggins. Oh. No, David Goggins is like this uh, uh, military dude. He was like a, um, he has like the pull-up bar um, world record. He's like, okay. a, you know, yeah. one of those Iron Man runner type dudes. Yeah. yeah. And his whole thing is about building mental fortitude. Okay. And the only way you could do it is by pushing through fear and taking risks. Yeah. Okay. So, you know what I mean? You can't, you got to put it all out there to see how far you can go. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So what, what makes a, uh, what, what do you think makes a healthy risk? A healthy risk? I mean, you know, you got to weigh your options is, uh, there's like an actual uh, business term for it, but, um, you, you, it's, it's, uh, you got to strategize you got to weigh your opportunities versus your threats mm-hmm. it's, it's, i think it's called a swat analysis yeah swat yeah. analysis yes that's strengths okay. weaknesses opportunities and threats i had to do that in school okay yeah. it's a swat analysis yeah. so i do a swat analysis for everything is like it is it more and it, and always the answer to the before i do the equation the answer is how is this going to affect my peace mm. am i going to be at more peace or is this going to be stressful <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, that's a solid question. I really need to start asking myself more of. Yeah, I didn't think about using this. Remind me what it stands for again. Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. Oh. So what are my strengths? If I go to a new city, I'm a hustler. I know I can make some money. I know I could meet people. I know what are my weaknesses? I have to get there. I might not have the money to get there. So I'll mm. work on my weaknesses and build up some money so I can get there. Because I know my strengths will carry me when I get there. Right? Sure. Yeah, what are yeah, my yeah, opportunities? Yeah. I have a lot of opportunities out there. What are my threats? I might not have as many threats or I have a lot of threats or I need to address a person to get a threat out of the way. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember it's basically like a pros and cons list, but it's like internal pros and cons yes. and external pros and cons. Yes. But okay. it's, it's just like a more detailed yes. way to analyze risk versus yes. cost. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but I'm glad you reminded me of that because they yes. had, a, I can't remember what we had to do it for in school, but yeah, I, I think is. that that's a really cool way of like, uh, yeah, just kind of like asset assessing a situation right. and, and trying to figure out like where your place is in it. It's like me mixing, you know, the end goal is my piece. So that's my own emotional health my mental health you know that's uh what everything should be about yeah. and then mm-hmm. and i gotta figure out you know are are these things worth 
that. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, I mean, that's such a great perspective. Can we just turn off the episode now? <laughs> I mean, we learned everything we needed to, right? Uh, much longer does this thing need to go? Um, no, I, I really appreciate that. So like, what are some, some risks that, that you might be, uh, or some challenges that you might be facing when moving over there? Well, um, I'm currently, uh, I, I just broke up with my girlfriend and I have to live with her for another month and a half. Mm, okay. So that is definitely like I like how me and Zoe are both I was gonna say me and Zoe are both therapists. We're like, how do we how do we react to this? I'm not a therapist, but I was just like, do is do we congratulate you? Is this a good thing? Is this it's a good this, thing. Okay. You know, I feel, yeah, I'm I feel excited. Like... I'm I'm ready to move on with my life. It was a mutual agreement. Um, but there's still definitely emotions. Yeah. Sure. You know, and those threaten my peace. Yeah. You definitely. know what I mean? So um just even if it's there's no even if there's no communication when you're standing next to somebody that you're not talking to, mm-hmm. your nervous system is reacting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very much so. Very mm-hmm. much so. No, I think that's 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 <laughs> that's like one major, uh, you know, um, threat to my risk. You know, um, I still have to communicate and figure out what stuff is mine and hers and yeah. and all of these things. That's like the biggest hill that I have to climb. Yeah, it's kind of just like putting everything to to peace here so that right. way you can have peace there. Right. Yeah. And and then you know, in that within that I'm thinking, okay, is it is it worth my peace to fight over this TV or just say you fuck it. You take yeah. everything and I'll just leave. This is now your TV. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'm also a divorcee, so I've been through this already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and I think that like that even kind of tracks with the like, you know, the the risk of bringing up that something is a problem. Like, is it going to is my peace going to be the result of bringing up this as a problem? Right. right. So, you know, sometimes you got to choose your battles. You know, um, yeah. when I got divorced, I fought tooth and nail to keep my couches that I paid a thousand dollars for, but it was not, not peaceful. Not peaceful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was not ultimately worth the and reward. And then when you sat on them, you couldn't relax. Afterwards. I don't even know what these fucking couches are now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think one was at my brother's house. My mom sold some. Like yeah, I don't. Yeah. You know, it was. Well, and I think the some of the things that like we're worried about, like those risks that we have like placed high in our head that we're like, oh, this is this really huge thing that it is something you kind of look back at and you're like, man, I don't even remember what that was about. Right. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like you remember if it paid off and like you remember sometimes the times that it didn't. But I think that, you know, ultimately a lot of the stuff, everything in between kind of gets forgotten. You know, 100%. you remember the times that you didn't go for it. You remember the times that you did. But everything in between, pff, gone. Man, I don't, I don't even remember the times. You know, when you think about it, like a like a Michael Jordan or Kobe type person, and they hit all these big shots and take these big risks at the end of games, mm-hmm. do you think they think about all the shots they missed that game? God no, no, they I don't remember not. none of that. We I don't would... remember stuff like that. You just remember the times that you went for it and you won. Yeah, that's how memories are. Memories are just snapshots of high emotion points. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You, and the you know joy and happiness and gratitude are the biggest emotions that you can fabricate as a human being so when you hit that bucket and everybody's lifting you over your shoulders you just won the game you do not remember the first shot you missed yeah exactly exactly Zoe what does that make you think of well I was thinking about how when you said like moving to like about the idea of like it being the goal is like your peace right I was thinking about like how well like how to know like if you're if the risk is a good risk I was thinking about like the idea of like your values, like what, like your, what is your values? And I don't know if this makes sense, but like maybe the value for you is like your peace of mind. Yeah. I mean, um, my biggest value is, uh, you know, finding myself valuable, yeah. you know, my own self-worth is, is more valuable than anything. How I look and believe in and treat myself is invaluable because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. ultimately I'm the person who's going to put me on a pedestal or kill myself. <laughs> Ultimately, <True>. yes, a hundred percent. You know what I mean. Your everybody's outside validations or criticisms may, um, you know, push my boat from side to side, but I can only sink it or float it. It's yeah. True. And so, if I don't have um, that value within myself first, then. You know, uh, you know, this is something I had to develop over time. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. This wasn't just an overnight no, thing. No, Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, as long as you watch this episode, you should be fine tomorrow. So <laughs> you're welcome. We we cured you. <laughs> you're cured. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was just thinking about like, like that's part of how I like try to decide if a risk is worth it or not. Is like, is it aligned with my values? Like, is it? Yeah, but, but I would also say like sometimes the things they do cause anxiety, but it's like yeah. deciding whether that anxiety is like a le- like a level of anxiety that I should be moving towards because I need to move through it versus a, a, a sign of anxiety that's like this is something that maybe isn't 
making me happy or isn't right. good for my nervous system. So like, do you ever feel like the things you move towards or the things that you're taking risks at, like also produce a, a, a manageable of anxiety, amount of anxiety or like, I feel like how do you think all about my that? anxiety is based off of my imagination, thinking about the future of, of an outcome that I don't want. Mm -hmm. And it's, that's similar to like skiing and being like, don't hit the trees, don't hit the trees, don't hit the trees. You're going to mm -hmm. hit, hit the, the fucking tree. trees. Yeah, it's yeah. what you're going to think about. Yeah, the thing so, you're focusing on is the thing you're going to go So even to. freestyling, similarly, is just like, don't say a word, don't say a word, don't exactly. say a word. You're going to say, gonna the, say word. the word. You're going to say the word. So it, it, in, instead of like really, you know, it took me a long time, but um, I'm trying to focus on the things that, you know, instead of thinking about how it used to be or or how it could be fucked up, I'm thinking about the best case scenarios. What mm. is the best case scenario? If I go to Las Vegas, could I be the the mayor of Las Vegas? Mm -hmm. How many connections <laughs> could I pull together you to make be me the mayor? mayor? <laughs> yeah. You know, instead yeah. of thinking, damn, I could go out there and be homeless and have to fucking borrow money from tourists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, I, I think that, you know, <laughs> well, you know, corporations don't count. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I think that, you know, just the way that you were kind of like weighing risks and, and deciding like, okay, if this is the best case scenario because our 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 um our inclination is to like think the worst like what's the worst yeah. that could happen i have to keep myself safe i have to protect myself i have to protect my peace and it's like it's always thinking about what's the worst case scenario but it's mm -hmm. like i think something that is really helpful is when thinking about risk what is the thing the best possible thing that yeah. could happen mm -hmm. fear and faith are both the same thing they're mm. your imagination of the future mm -hmm. it's just a good or a bad scenario mm -hmm. so instead of going I fear all these things and which is going to cre create so much anxiety that I'll be crippled and not even take the risk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then I'll go, I'll build the opposite way and go, all this could be amazing. Yeah. I could be missing out the best part of yeah. my entire life yeah. if I don't take this risk. I, yeah. I better do this. Damn, you're yeah. making me feel like I missed out on 31 years. No. <laughs> you have. But, <laughs> but what about the idea of like good. having to fail, like that, that like failing is part of succeeding too though. So like, so like what if, like, yeah, obviously you're not going to go into taking a risk being like, I'm probably going to fail. But what right. if you went into this risk like, I'm going to get whatever I get out of it. And if I fail, that's just part of the journey of moving towards wherever I'm going to end up. Like, because, you know, people say you fail a million There's times. There's like this you... exercise I did. I, I took a bunch of Tony Robbins, um, like UPWs and stuff like that, helping mm. with my mental um, mindset. And there's this exercise he does where you like twist around and you point mm -hmm. with your finger. And you, first you imagine how far you can go and then you go and do it. And then you imagine yourself twisting in like 720 circles and then you'd point again and then your body allows you to point further. Mm. You limit yourself by thinking what you can or can't do. If you imagine that you can go to the moon, if you make it to the atmosphere, you that's further than just staying on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and so you just got to imagine the best case scenario, the dream as big as you possibly can. Yeah. Because if you fall short, you'll still be significantly further than you were. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that even just like that in that exercise of us, like these limiting beliefs that we have about ourselves, right. I think that really, you know, is kind of like a physical representation of like how much we can limit ourselves just by putting like a belief on if if it, I think it's going to go like this. I think it's going to go right. like this. It's like, what if it just goes? Right. You know, what if it goes? You don't know everything. No, there's no. so many variables in the universe and life and and quantum <laughs> mechanics and everything else. Oh my God, like you know, you, you know, just do your best. And mm -hmm. I feel like um, when you you build momentum of um, like a karmic momentum when you're doing something positive and good, mm -hmm. and especially if you're doing it for more than just yourself. That's true. Yes. Yeah, I feel like the universe kind of aids you to do whatever you're dreaming of because it's going to help people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, no, I definitely feel that. Yeah, sure. the only time I felt the universe conspire uh was in Final Destination. <laughs> but that just seems way more likely. I'm just okay. All right. Zoe heard that joke at the open mic I did the other night when I took a risk. Pew pew. Uh <laughs> my favorite Final Destination is the one where she gets trapped in the uh tanning bed and like burns oh, alive yeah but it's because like a mouse chewed a cord and then a thing fell over Dude. doesn't that like, seem no. way more likely than all of my positive thoughts lining every, up to make things yeah i believe in i believe in manifestation <laughs> but i also believe in final destination the, they're both the same thing that's why i don't tan anymore you guys because now when true. i'm in there I'm they're all, thinking I'm gonna, that they're going happen. to die therefore you know how many uh celebrity stories or they accidentally did some shit and had to meet this person and all of a sudden they're like rapping in front of puff daddy or whatever mm -hmm. like yeah this yeah. ha it happens in the positive too. We just nobody likes to focus on the good. Yeah. <laughs> Amen to the, that. The, the 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 fear and the, the anxiety is so dramatic, and the human beings get addicted to those chemicals we've been pushing in their brain. So that's why I try to manage 
my chemical input and output so that I can manage my stress and anxiety so that I can make decisions not based on fear or my body feeling fear. That's perfect. All right. Well, we're going to move into our next uh, portion and take a real quick commercial break first. Uh, you are listening to The Smoke Break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Springtime is almost here. And like the flowers, we hope you bloom where you decide to plant yourself. Do you have a small business or have you been thinking about starting one? We are here to help you establish roots that lead to blossoms of success and all other dad jokes and bad metaphors. Reach out for a free 30-minute consultation to discuss your business legal needs or branch out and attend one of our upcoming The More You Glow seminars. These are community-oriented learning events that focus on all sorts of small business and nonprofit topics. Tickets are sliding scale, $5 to $20, and you can visit our website, rationalunicorn.com, for more information. That's rationalunicorn.com. Through all the seasons, we do community business law for everyone in the community. And we are back with The Smoke Break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, Joel Palzane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hi. And Jamal Coleman. Hey, everybody. All right, we're back. We're going to talk about anxiety and anxiety management. Yeah, risks. That's where we started. Anxiety. That's where you kind of start going towards. Yes. I'm going to have to take two back steps real quick. Please. When I was like seven, I was in a drive-by. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that it affected my life until I was like 37. Sure. Uh, people, I just thought everybody grew up with <laughs> getting shot at. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. I've been shot at a lot, but after that as well. Uh, so uh, I got diagnosed with uh, PTSD uh, C, which is complex, which is like it's not just one event, but several events that create this uh, stress in you. And when you're like living in the um, flight or fright, flight or f- fight or flight. There you go. It, we got you. Fight or flight or freeze. Freeze or fawn. There's four of yeah, them. Yeah, there's four. Yeah. Um. Whenever I got triggered, I would just go into one of those zones and I lived in those spaces for so long, it became natural to me. Uh, my original rap name was Panic. That's a sweet ass name. And it would be because they were like, hey, Jamal, freestyle. And I was like, what panic freestyle? Mm, <laughs> mm. And they were like, I couldn't stop because it was just all my nervous system making me you know, active. Yeah, it was like a reaction. Uh, was, I rapped uh, for, you know, professionally for many, many years and Every show, I was going to throw the fuck up before I went up. I yeah. was nervous. I was thought I was going to forget all my lyrics. Even though I never did. And if I did, I could freestyle. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, um, so after many, many, many years and, and getting died, I went to like the doctor for like a general checkup. And they did, you know, they do the heart thing on you. And they're like, are you okay? <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, I'm fine. He's like, did you smoke weed today? I was like, no, I haven't smoked weed today. He's like, your heart is like 150 beats per minute. You're, it's like you're like a tiger is chasing you. Yeah. And I was like, really? This is how my heart feels all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not supposed to do this? Girl, this and, and, and so he diagnosed me with PTSD. So much so, like, uh, he, he prescribed meditation for me. <laughs> damn, damn. Um, so then I started a journey on uh, tra- with Transcendental Meditation, which was helped me to learn how to breathe deeply, um, you know, learn how to, um, um, you know, it's a mantra-based um, um uh, meditation so it's also called samadhi meditation which helps you separate from your body and once okay. i can separate from my body then i could explore consciousness and yeah. feel at peace well that's that's interesting because i feel like when i'm anxious i feel separated from my body but yours is probably it's better because it's intentional no it, it's the same thing it's a disassociation yeah but what happens when you're meditating is you separate from your body you become consciousness when you're triggered you separate and become the body Mm. And now you're just reactive. You're just a knee-jerk reaction. Somebody says something, you're like, bleh, bleh. <laughs> yeah, you know. So I, I spent, you know, decades being a reactive person and um, trying to figure out how to be a proactive person. Yeah, <laughs> you know, how can I get? You know, anger is all this anger built up in me. How can I stop being triggered? How can I stop blowing up on people? How can I not give them this power over me sure. <laughs> to put me under this spell? Um, my grandfather once told me he was like, you know, it's a game that you have to play because he grew up in the 50s where people, uh, you know, 50s, 60s, racism. Yeah, yeah racism. You <laughs> remember. You know, you know, good old fashioned racism. You remember. America. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a game that they would play. White people used to play with him and it was called Trigger the Nigger. Mm. And they would do whatever they could, say whatever they could to get you out of your character and make yeah. you. And he was like, they tried to make me lose my religion. Yeah. You know, he's a good old Christian guy. You yeah. Know? 
But, you know, after being called the N-word so many times and pushed and shoved and getting your books knocked out of your hands, you're going to yeah. want to fight somebody. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I learned that, you know, I had to do studying about the human body and the human mind. And I, the first thing I learned was uh, probiotics and gut bacteria. Okay. Uh, your bacteria in your gut affect your mood. So okay. if you're not eating well or you're not getting the proper probiotics, the or bacteria, not eating at all, or not eating at all, <laughs> uh, they you, don't have bad bacteria. Technically, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the bacteria will tell you what to do, what to feel, how to be. And that's how you will live your life. If you're not uh, properly have all the ums, the sodium, potassium, magnesium and calcium, that's going to dictate your mood. If you have a vitamin deficiency of any kind, that's going to dictate your mood. Yeah. Uh, when you have a bad day, you can have a bad mood. You do that for a long time. It's you know, a temperament. You do that for longer. That's a character. Yeah. They do that for longer. That's your personality. Yeah. And then you're like, damn, fucking Zane is an angry person. When yeah. You, when you just had one bad day a couple years ago and you just keep reliving. Yeah, yeah. And then I had a bad day that I turned into a bad year. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And we've all been there. Mm -hmm. For sure. For so, sure. So well, I'm trying to figure out how to pro be proactive and fight all this shit so that I give myself the highest benefit to like not be so reactive. The very first thing I did was smoke a shit ton of weed. Okay. How's that going? I'm still smoking a shit ton of weed. Okay. So, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's going great. You know, uh, but you have to educate yourself on weed too. You got to know your terpenes. You got to know what strains are good for you. You got to know who grew it and how they grew it and what chemicals or not chemicals they put in. Is it organic? Is it salt fed? You got to know all that stuff because they I was put smoking salt weed. And weed. Dude, they, if it's not organic and grown right, it can give you anxiety and you'll be like, man, I don't know why I'm feeling so anxious today. Yeah. All these bubbly and you smoke or smoke weed and you have a panic attack or you feel paranoia. Somebody call the hospital. I can hear my heart beating. My hair's growing. I can hear it. Yeah. It's because it was grown in poorly or you don't know your terpenes. Uh, yeah, well, strains. I think that like the I have this this hesitancy to smoke weed because I associate it with being anxious. You know, right. I associate it with being anxious, being paranoid. But I think that you know, it's it was one bad day that I turned into a bad year, right. and it's like it's because I have this negative association with it that I go into every uh, situation with that idea that this is going to happen and almost create it. You know, yeah. kind of tracking back to manifestation. If yeah. I'm sitting here thinking this is going to go bad and, you know, like in, in every which way, like there's almost no other choice for, even if it went fine, I would still find a way that I saw that it went bad. Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's our superpower is believing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Every human being superpower, whatever you believe is the truth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if you believe you know, uh, every time I smoke weed, every time I eat a sandwich, I fucking take my pants off. <laughs> you're going you to do, do it. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. That's what you what you believe. So you have take to take my be, shirt off. You know, that's why make I journal room for more sandwich. <laughs> journal. I just document. don't want to stain my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> document what you what you do, be, what your thoughts are, what you behave, so you can come back to it and be like, damn, I was tripping last week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, journals I've I've found, um, and maybe you can tell me a little bit about. Have you journaled a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I don't do it nearly as consistently yeah. as I should, but it is, it's cool because you can go back and see that right. you forget how much you've grown, I think, is, or how much you've changed because sometimes you feel like, man, I'm still struggling with this shit or whatever, and then you go back and read if you are writing somewhat yeah. regularly, and you'll be like, oh no, it was a lot harder six months ago, yeah. but we don't notice those like little yes. differences, so I think for that reason, there's a lot of learning about our like our growth that we can see yeah, The human writing. brain is so weird, man. We we don't remember accurately. No, our, no. our memories suck. And We're based in emotion. And our, our brain changes you know your cells and shit you're like mm -hmm. you don't have the same brain you had at the time when you experienced that thing so when you document yeah. something you can actually give yourself a lot more grace or you can yeah. um you can be like oh man i really pushed through that yeah, yeah. More or just like accurately represent like how you were feeling or how things yes. were because you have it documented instead of like this idea of like i think that went really bad <laughs> or just like right. things have always been this hard and you're like no they were harder exactly yeah well, I and usually I, or you had a good time and you, yeah. and you was like oh this is uh, my whole life sucks and you'd be like oh wait yeah, actually well, I had a really good yeah, yeah, yeah I remember well, that's that's one of my favorite things is kind of like looking back on like those triumphs you know because it's like right. I feel like we don't I, excuse me I feel like I don't tend to journal if I'm feeling good I'm usually just like I'm feeling bad and I need to get this on paper and it's like but I think even in positive things being able to look back at that thing I thought I couldn't do that right. thing that that I was that you know I surprised myself and did or you know that thing that was really hard like being able to look back at those things and see the progress that we mm -hmm. made i think for me would make a huge difference it, just, it's invaluable 
Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, being able to see your own algorithm. Mm-hmm. Oh, know? yeah. That's a good way of thinking about it. You know it. what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like how they follow you online yeah. and know what you want to buy. You could do that for yourself. Yeah. yeah. But I only do it, I only journal through traumatic times. I was like, okay, I just had a breakup, pull out my yeah, notepad. Yeah, that's usually when I do yeah. it too. <laughs> yeah. And then I, and I, it's just me hyping myself up about how I'm okay and I'm yeah. going to get through this. And then when mm-hmm. I think about how bad it was and tough it was, and I go look at this journal, I was like, no, I was fine. I made it okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, and something I wanted to say about what you'd said, Zoe, about um, like looking back and being like, yes, this was a lot harder six months ago. Like, I think our expect, excuse me, my expectation is always that like I'm so far separated that like by the next time, my journal this isn't a problem anymore <laughs> and it's like just recognizing it's not as much of a problem is a big step that is oh yeah yeah Huge. that means you're breaking a pattern and you're aware of breaking a pattern which is dope mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, you know so I, I went down the whole road of all the psychedelics you know sure. I, I did the weed i've done uh, macro micro doses of mushrooms micro doses and macro doses of lsd um, mushrooms are really good for anxiety. They're the nature's uh, natural antidepressant. You cannot mm-hmm. be sad eating mushrooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, impo- it's physically impossible. Yeah. But you can't always drive a car when you eat them either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or go to work. Take the good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can go to work. <laughs> you could. You might lose your job from laughing, but, you know. They're going to love Depends you. Depends on how work. serious your job is. Yeah. yeah. Right, right, right. My right. job would not be happy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you were just selling weed, they'd be giving you high fives. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're a therapist laughing at people's problems, then probably not. No. <laughs> no, we're laughing with it. What do you mean you're not laughing with me? No, like, no, no it's kind it. of funny I if you think it. about it like that. your mom hits you. No, I get it. No, but You're so like, I tried I tried all that stuff and you know, um it it's expensive and it is time consuming. You know, I you can't just uh can't eat. trip for fifteen minutes. Exactly. Yeah. So I I went into breath work. I did some breath work and that you know, you can change your mood in a minute with mm-hmm. breath work, which is really? amazing. So I yeah. I really you know, I went down the whole Wim Hof the Iceman path and all those different modalities of breathing. And you can really get trauma out of your body with some breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, really? If you okay. breathe uh, real heavy and deep for like three minutes, you'll cry. <laughs> you'll yeah. like, be like, that was fucking relieving. <laughs> Jamal, do you know about the uh, polyvagal theory? Yeah, I do. That shit's yes. interesting. Okay. Polyvagal theory is, is something that has to do with your vagus nerve. So your vagus nerve is a long nerve. It runs all your brain, all your organs, and it's what triggers your stress and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you know how to stimulate your vagus nerve, you can relax yourself in seconds and there's so many different ways to do it deep breathing is one way there's like turning and stuff turning too, like swinging you, your arms from side yeah. to side most of the things the that breathing you too, would yeah. do in qigong or tai chi mm-hmm. is, is okay. so i do a lot of qigong um i do like 10 minutes every morning and maybe if i'm lucky 15 minutes at night and this helps me ground my energy helps me stay calm and relaxed but maximize my energy and focus um it's like a, a walking meditation yeah so i'll meditate i'll qigong uh, then i start with my supplements. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, This is uh, why I'm so relaxed right now. You guys gave yeah. me one before the show. My leg is still <laughs> tapping, but less than normal. I haven't so. said uh-huh nearly so, enough. So. Uh, green tea has an ingredient in it called L-theanine, and that's that what makes green tea relaxing. So I just take L-theanine capsules. These are like, you can't OD on them. It's not dangerous. If I'm like having, a, think I'm going to have a stressful day, uh, the 200 milligrams, one capsule is like the max, like I'll eat four of these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, like, let me hit, and then I'll drink some green tea and I'll be like, I'm so chill and focused. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, this is my number one go-to. This is ashwagandha. Um, if you're not familiar with ashwagandha, it's what's been used for 5,000 years for stress management. It uh, regulates all your hormones and uh, your pituitary gland, which is the master gland to all your glands. So mm-hmm. it, it pretty much balances all your hormones. But the most important thing is it balances your stress hormones. So it mm-hmm. limits how much cortisol you can put in your body so you actually don't get stressed out about anything. So like I eat these regularly and they're really great for your re- reproductive organs and all that stuff. They're like mm-hmm. if you're having uh, dick problems or, or you, you don't have that WAP, ladies, get you some ashwagandha. It will help you juice up and stiff up. <laughs> yeah, but these are these are these are the number one go to to stay calm and relaxed. Same. I was like just worried about the camera, so I would just agree <laughs> readily. I'm, I'm just okay, like, can we yeah. laugh about that, please? I was just like, yeah, that's so funny. I was just like, uh, uh, yes. And I'm all saying he said the wet ass pussy pills. <laughs> wet ass pussy pills. <laughs> but these are this is um there's different forms of magnesium um maybe like five or six or seven. Okay. But um 
Some of them, uh, magnesium citrate, you're probably more familiar with. That that's the is, one I know about. That is like a laxative. So that that's what they give people when you have a colonoscopy, you drink them. And lax is because that. it relaxes you, right? It, it, it will relax your intestines. It's a relaxative. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. But I take uh, magnesium glycate. Um, you know, most human beings on the planet right now are not getting enough magnesium. Mm-hmm. You're either, um, you know, deficient or completely low on it. Mm-hmm. Um I, you know, I take 500 milligrams a day. If you take this before bed, you will sleep like a fucking baby. Okay. okay. This is what cured my insomnia. Um, this is like magnesium for the win. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I need like a little extra uh, dose of like if I stay up later, I'm having like um, jet lag or something like that. I use these patches. They're from a company called Wella Moon, but they're patches. They have like seven milligrams of melatonin and some um, other natural ingredients, hops, uh something else valerian root and something else and i put that on and yeah. two hours i'm like <laughs> yeah done. Okay. sleep through the night wake up refresh um, yeah well no i mean that's just as somebody who is like trying to find ways to manage my anxiety yeah. like i mean between breathing between like some of these supplements that i definitely want to check out i'm yeah. gonna get those names from you later for sure um i think that that's that that's this is the baseline this is like, you know, I wake up in the morning and I take all this shit and I mm-hmm. do all that shit just so I could, you know, not wake up nervous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. And I think that like even I have to, I'm supposed to take uh, lithium like before I go right. to bed, yeah. but I forget. So I take it in the morning. Um, but I think it would be more helpful if I took it before sleep just yeah. because like waking up into the day without feeling that anxiety. Like well, I, the way the hormones work, too, is is when you uh, go to bed. When you go to sleep or when you get into darkness, your brain starts going, it's melatonin time. You mm-hmm. start getting sleepy. And then when you wake up in the morning, as soon as you hit light touches your face, yeah. it's cortisol time and it spikes your stress so you can wake up. Mm. But if you can limit how much cortisol it gives you, you won't be a grand, you know, people wake up in the morning cr- uh, cranky or angry or yeah. agitated. You know, I used to have my best friend used to wake up fully pissed every morning. I do. <laughs> yep. It's because your cortisol, your your adrenal glands are overproducing. Mm-hmm. It's your circadian rhythm, right? Like the the hormones are regulated by yes. like the light and dark. Okay. Like plants. Yes. So okay. get more sunlight. And it's like our chlorophyll. Darkness. It's like our chlorophyll right. kind of or something. Before bed, <laughs> no screen time, 2 hours before bed. I'll work on it. Uh, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. We'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. Cheers to you, my friends. You're listening to Shady Pines Radio. My name is Nate. And each Friday at 9 a.m., I bring you burnt coffee. All things Northwest and touring acts. Only on Shady Pines Radio. Thanks for tuning in. And we are back with the smoke break. We are going to have a, a little cipher session here with uh, Jamal Coleman, um, who is going to be rapping over some free Tillman beats. If you haven't checked him out, check out free Tillman uh, on all platforms. And uh, yeah, just go ahead and drop that beat. I'm excited to check this out. How you want to do it? You want to you want to do like hip hop Olympics or you want to just let me go? I'm a, I'm, I believe in you. I believe in you. <laughs> I just I just saw this full freestyle for like 20 minutes straight. So there's there's not a thing you could do that. The, yeah. Do, make some magic. All right. Let's do it. Free. Yo, 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 yo. OK. OK. Hey. Hey, yo, I'm about to spill, man. I got that beat from Free Till, man. And we about to kill, man. Oh, I'm on a smoke break podcast. And I need this smoke break. Okay, take me a spot then. I put the cushion in the air. Well, we off air. But when we on air, I just roll up the orange hairs and put them in a joint. I'm trying to use my voice. I'm trying to tell you how to get your girl moist. Make the right choice. Oh, yeah. We going boing, bouncing, flipping the coin, trying to flip it out. Quick, you trying to get back at him. I'm back in it. I'm back in the track like the vocals. That's my ad libbing. I'm just jibbing and jabbing, using my gift to gab this rapping. I'ma show you how I'm rapping like a gift. It ain't Christmas, but we in the present though. I'm lyrical. Residential, no bezel though. I'm about to tell you how I get money, no embezzle though. Yo, I'm trying to make my pretzel though. Yeah, get it folded and flip it. I'm just hoeing the biscuit and I'm getting it, sipping it, dipping it, eating it. 
feeling it, that's nutrition, bitch. Now wash my dishes then, and make it quick. Get it soap and bubbly, get your palm all up. Make your hands softer, this is me spitting all this rap opera. I'm the Phantom of the Opera, with no mask on. Took my mask off, about to blast off like I'm NASA. Better ask the actors who got character. It's all me though, I'm peaceful. I'm looking in my soul, I saw inequities and sinful shit. But I just cleaned it out real quick. With that same palm olive, I'm about to drop bomb shit. You ain't even know it was profit, because I foreseen it. I pure semen. And a poor semen and your girl's throat with my horse D.I.C. bitch That's a horse dick And I'm wearing Trojans Fucking the hell in Detroit I'm destroying your boy This is real easy man I'm going boing boing Bouncing off the walls Like the sound does But we in the soundproof booth So the sound's dead as fuck Like your rhymes is When you get beheaded I spit it, unlit it And you still getting gassed up Puff the gas up in the sky My volume's going up and down Like fireworks in July on the fork though, this is how it go when I pull out my fork slow. Put it in the pork and I don't eat that. I don't eat that. You don't want beef cat, you chicken. You can be the scapegoat. Look at me take flows, put them around my neck like it's fake gold. Leave all the greenery, hey, and the scenery. I get an energy boost from celery juice. I'm killing you fools in the booth when I spit it. I'm dripping. Fighting shit, get a bib in here. It's like I'm cracking lobsters. Watching movies with mobsters. You watching movies with toddlers. Watching me coming up like a monster. Godzilla arm, illa arm ripping. G's OD's off of my zippers. I'm getting you on your knees though. Put a zipper down. XYZ though. This is zebra flow. Black and white, black and white, not black and yellow, not. Gonna beat with Khalifa, but I might smoke a yellow I mean I'm smoking black and mild, act wild I'm that style, and I do it so easy Puffing clouds up in the sky, watch it drip down It's drizzling, it's cold, it's the Doppler, bitches I'm getting too much cake, you peach cobbler, niggas I'm about to just rock it, watching your mama Cooking in the pot with the greens them some collars, I took it off the collar, off the rock wallet. Now they barking at you, I'm about to spark it at you, and you're ducking down. Watch it now, I just got that sound. It go down like it's heavy. I flipped it up like the front end of a Chevy. When you're hitting switches, that's an Impala, bitches. I'm jumping like an Impala, jumping over a thicket, trying to get away from a lion, jumping over rivers, and you can't even see the crocodile. Hey, that's the crocodile tear, and a smile in here. Used to be sad, but now my career is gratitude. Every day, that's my attitude. Guarantee that. Please believe that. If you didn't know I'm ice cold in the steam bath, you might need some icicles. You might need your bicycle. Like Debo, getting it snatched though. This is my Friday. Wait, this is Saturday. On a podcast where we smoke and there's no smoke break, but I just smoked the can of guard to the whole face. Oh. I smoke a whole zone. I smoke so much dope. I smoke a hole in the ozone. I saw the hole in the ozone and filled it with the holes on. I smoke when I smoke them rings of O's. Didn't know how the thing would go. I'm the kingpin of flows and you about to get knocked down. If you got a red neck with these black balls, this is just me coming out the alley with it. Out the gutter with it. Out the valley with it. I'm from Cali with it, but I'm out here in Portland or Oregon with it. I'm exploring it. It's a vision. I'm trying to get it finished. It's never been division. It's been multiplications when I add it. It's never been subtracted. I'm a mathematic, mathematician, wizard, trying to get with it. I'm about to stick to the wall like a lizard. You about to disappear real quick. Oh shit, we flipping. I don't remember this shit. How could I remember it? We just got it. I'm about to deliver it. You just got it. This is just me, just profit. I just concocted these rhymes off the thought, bitch, off my consciousness. I just went to the quantum realm and I took it from them, the Akashic Records. Watch this record. Just be spinning up my head like I'm reckless. No necklace. I just beheaded. You got about five seconds to get your last message before you were you dead it. I said it. I meant it. I did it. Fresh like fresh edition. Fresh meant with it. It's new edition like I'm Bobby with it. I be chilling in the lobby. Hey, she want that Dragon Ball Z like this tsunami. Hey, I guess I'm about to say I, say I, say I did it. Say I did it. Say I'm kidding. Y'all just flip it. Just like bacon in a skillet. Y'all eat bacon? Y'all just kidding. Y'all probably eat shit. Less meat. Y'all should probably eat less meat. Less you beating on your meat. And you about to just. This is just me with the freestyle having this fun. Yeah. Freestyle over here and I'm rapping with fun. Yeah. We freestyle and we don't even need no gun. Nah. You don't wanna get none. This is me spitting some, getting it off my fucking chest. Y'all better sit down, get some rest. Y'all better stop smoking that cess. Better get some dope shit. Get it so fresh. You might lose focus. 
when you lost your head So don't lose your head, keep your temper on the low I'ma make it bubble though, like we bout to boil it Y'all just be royaling, okay you some loyalists I'm about to show you how we going in Hypodermic needle, show you how my people Be peeping through your peephole Keep it secret, keep it in the low, like D-Lo You know how we go, hey Low key, I wanna be singing in the D note, C note, me, D throat, me, how we go. We be going through these ups and downs like Pogo, yo yo, you know how we go. We better take a photo for your IG. I be going in like your IV. I be profing the dope shit, now feel me. You ain't feeling this? You must be paraplegic then. You picking your seed up with tweezers, you better get some better weed then. Call your weed man, I call him fire man And if I need the heat man, I'm calling up the iron man I know a lot of niggas that had heat But they was ironing Because of their environment I guess I'm a survivalist Of living this filthy environment like a fire ant And I got some soldiers that'll fire on your ass Fire, fire, fire! This is ain't no fire drill. This is my entire skill. This is how I spit, spill, feel like a landfill. When you stand still in it, now you about to feel the toxic avenger. I'ma bust rocket with ya. My rap name is Prophet. My real name Jamal. You might be in your pockets if I take it off. I'm about to rip it off, but all against the odds. It might be even, like Steven. Wasn't that a TV show back in the '90s or some shit? I'm reminiscing, this is how I'm spitting You might be thinking, I should be listening You should be listening, cause I'm saying some shit man You should probably rewind this whole podcast So you can hear me drop jams I'm dropping gems man, you should probably listen Look, go into quantum field man Pick out your subatomical particle And make it into a molecule So that you can make it into matter And make your shit matter, I'll make your shit shatter Then I'll smoke my shatter out the dab rig People like, that shit right there's real ill I know, I'm an oil rig Cause I spit spill and watch it be slick You better check your oil stick <laughs> Cause we going down on this The guitar in the background making me think of this, some more shit Sometimes when I was a kid I used to wish I was an orphan In the orphanage But I was just peeling through layers of my consciousness like an orange peel And then when I got to the middle I pulled out the slices I said damn this is my shit, this is my shit, this is my shit, this is your shit, this is your shit I didn't like that rotten shit I just like that fruit shit, the ripe shit And then I was like damn I'm alright then I'm enlightened and now I'm floating I'm traveling with my trident like Poseidon on the back of Leviathan (laughs) Y'all not even knowing that I'm a Nephilim giant when I'm rhyming I'm just trying to slow down so y'all know exactly what the timing is Cause I can do it all always I can do it all cool plays I can do it all blaze I can do this shit all day I can do it like Scarface I got dope on my face I know I do it all day I probably need to shave I probably need a day To just relax Before I fuck around and do dope and relapse I know y'all niggas don't really wanna be me You wanna be on TV Yeah we got it And we cleaning everything on the windshield With no EG Bored Okay, I'm bored. Everything you said, I'm bored in your head. I'm a bored, half cyborg. This is my war to try to be half human and a machine. Hey, put you in a washing machine. You gotta get the red out your white tea with visine. This is how I be rhyming. Striking is lightning. I'm trying to enlighten you, dummies. Flip the light switch. I might get sick of illa. Feel like Godzilla. Got a bunch of scales on me when I'm weighing up my zippers. People like, damn, he make his own capsules. And he a rap dude. Where's that Pro Tools? Yeah, I'm an engineer. Listen here. I'm about to make it disappear like it's a magic trick. No tricks up my sleeve. No tracks up my sleeve. Never did no hyperdermic needles with no heroin. I'm about to go in, though. I'm about to show you how a female can be a hero that's a heroine, though. I'm about to stare you in your eyes. Put you on the stairway to heaven when you die. Wait, bye-bye. Hey, this ain't no drive-by. This is just my rhymes. Used to tutor Einstein. Gave Buddha enlightenment. This is just me rhyming shit. Off my consciousness. You might like this shit. You want to purchase it? Well, just Google me. I'm smoother than your lubricant. <laughs> you can just move with me. And then you with the movement, bitch. Hey. Keeping it relaxed, dummies. Why you going um, 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 
um, that's four ums, and I'm taking all my calcium, magnesium, potassium, and sodium. You got weed? Then show me some. <laughs> Cause if you smoke, then smoke with me. You flow, then flow with me. We'll go to your city. You got goals and my shows. I hope they show titties. This is how we flow quickly. I'm so lyrical. It's supposed to be prolific. When you spit it, I'm unfadable like solid gold afros. But Zane cut his fro down. This is how it go down. This is gravity. I put a hole in your mouth with no cavity. Niggas asking me what happened to me. It used to be a tragedy. I was just a triumph up with the tragedy. I used to be in the hood, thinking it was no good. Hearing the gunshots from the slugs. And I was like, I should run. Or maybe get a gun. I didn't want to grow up being one of them. I wanted to be different. So I switched different lanes, picked a different path. And now my name is Warpath. And I'm on it. I crack your phone and grab in half on the Warpath. I feel like that was a line. Yeah, that was Inspector Dex rhyme. It was inside of my mind, cause I'm an archive of hip-hop and a hard rhyme of hip-hop and my hard drive of hip-hop feel like y'all Microsoft. You ain't got no hard shit, this is just bar for bar sick, 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 and I'm vomiting, ill, people like damn, he vomiting, ill, I'ma just spit it clean, spit it mean, you didn't even know my sweet 16s feel like guillotines, and you Marie Antoinette, asking for cake, here's the cake then. Smack her on the back of the ass and watch it jiggle This is just me starting to laugh when I giggle And the only thing that's going past my maniacal laugh Is me sitting back with my monocle glass Feeling like I'm the Monopoly man Get my Monopoly cash and I'm taking your land Training for bees like you Indian and native I'm about to show you how I'm about to bend it in a second I'm about to wreck it, I'm about to do it for you stupid I'm out with Pluto, I'm getting high, didn't you know? I'm hit you judo, uh-oh, it feel like jujitsu I hit you, and now you laying on the floor That's Kimpo, I use your energy against you This is how I do, fool This is MMA, every time I spit this spray This is just me with that spit that I display On your TV, man, your aquos, your hot flows Put it on your zenith, this is that hot shit This is that me shit Peace, bitch. Two fingers in the sky when I wave them. <laughs> I wave them just like I was just holding. But I'm not holding. I'm not holding. I'm not trying to shoot a school up, dummy. <laughs> you trying to do that, dummy? <laughs> you got a drum trying to empty um inside a school with this little children trying to make them run. That makes me sad. Why would you do that? <laughs> Yo, I'm getting another B from Free Chill Man. Yeah, man. No need to apologize and say sorry to me. Every time you put on a beat, it's just another party to me. I'll make my particles part in half. I feel like I'm the dude standing with the staff. <laughs> Moses, that is. Throwing a snake in the grass so y'all can just grit it. Be careful. It's dreadful. <laughs> I'm going up a stairwell and it smell pissy. And everybody's trying to get me out of this city. I know I used to date girls with big titties. Now I like the flat chest, I like the opposite I get hot as lobsters get in pots When you turn up the heat, boy I'm about to be the heat, boy I destroy when I heat seek first This is me first I used to squeeze perk by the ass so I could see earth But now I just see the weed first And then I squeeze it in my lungs, hold it in And blow out the CO2 And watch it blow you down And watch the concrete crack The statue's been in half and the fucking tree snap This is just me rapping, snapping Toe-tapping, artistry, make a tapestry This is just me with my archery Throwing these darts in your heart Cupidly, stupidly Doing this on this stupid beat Looping beats This is that Lee shit Woo, Lee? I mean free? Either way it go, it ain't free If you wanna buy a beat Yo, you better invest Vimo Cash app that man You better go there Damn, that was a dope track, my man Give him that after that Yo, I'm after that too Cause I'm back on the track Like your tattoo with the pen Feeling ill Yo, I'm on point too Like I'm pissing This is just me lyrical Going in Green on your head like I'm Paul Pearson I'm just doing the most, man On a smoke break podcast And we just had a hot jam A hot ass jam Thank you so much for uh, for that amazing freestyle. God damn. God <laughs> damn. All right. Well, that was a risk, and it was a risk worth taking. Yeah. We will be right back with the smoke break with Free Tillman. Thank you so much, Jamal. We will see you next time. Hell yeah. All right. Every Saturday night at 10 p.m., the Shady Pines edition of Stranger Than Fiction 
with Mr. B. And we are back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, your old pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hi. And Free Tillman. Hello. A.K.A. Lee Tillman. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thank you for bringing the beats. Yeah, man. I'm I'm glad that uh, we got Jamal on it. I I wasn't sure it was going to You said 15 minutes. I was like, okay, I'll bring... 20 minutes like i'll do yeah whatever well i like, mean when he said he could freestyle i wasn't sure he was gonna be able to do the whole thing because people can freestyle but maybe <laughs> not for that long and that well but he did it uh long and well yeah uh so don't you do it zoe <laughs> <laughs> yep there it was i did that so I mean, it would have been wrong if i didn't <laughs> no it wouldn't it wouldn't have been you if you hadn't um but thank you so much for joining us um so you're a comedian mm-hmm. uh you're also a beat maker mm-hmm. uh that's got to take focus um it does but recently i've been focusing more on uh comedy more than music like i've been doing music since probably like 2017 like taking it seriously i've been making music a long time but like i just take it seriously uh in 2017 um but then like recently uh i just started well i didn't just start doing comedy but i just got back into doing comedy in 2021 and i don't know like it started taking off and it started working and it kind of I didn't I wouldn't say it took my focus too much away from music. I was still creating music, yeah. but I've recently decided that I really, really want to focus mostly on comedy. Cause yeah. that's the thing that seems to be working. That's the yeah. thing that people like. Yeah. And, well, I mean, and, and there's this money. Well, the people like the music. They may they may not yeah, know how like dope it is just yet, but uh we'll we'll let them know. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's important to kind of take some stuff off the table, you know, to create a mm-hmm. a better sense of focus on the things that we do really mm-hmm. care about. Um mm-hmm. Zoe, what's what's that make you think of? I don't even know what I don't know what that makes me think of. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> I didn't fine. have an idea. Uh, so that's what happens when you don't focus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're no, you're totally fine. Um, so you're you're focusing more on me. Oh, excuse me, you're focusing more on comedy. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the the greatest benefit of putting all your focus into one thing? Well, I feel like I can probably get more done. Okay. Um, I can write i have more time to write i have more time to like actually think about what i want to say have more time to like try to book shows and yeah do all the other like stuff that's not comedy all yeah the, all the non-fun stuff that, yeah yeah the poster <laughs> making not, yeah, all that other stuff so i have time to do all of that um because like i can sit down like i could make music all day like that that is a that's the type of thing where you can like sit down and you're just you can you can be in it like all day, all day, and, and, and still only come out of it with like one track, yeah. and be like, "Damn, that was eight hours." Yeah, you there's know? definitely been days where it's just been like, "Yeah, there's nothing happening." Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think is like the uh, a drawback to, I guess, being focused on multiple things? Um, well, your attention just gets pulled away from like you can't really focus as much. Like for instance, like if I wanted to like like making music, like I just said, like you can take all day, but like the, there's been times where it's like, oh, if I could just, you know, focus just a little more time, if I could just, mm-hmm. if I had just like one more hour. Yeah, I, yeah. This, I, I definitely could, know that feeling with like this, beat making yeah. where I'm just like, if I just had a little bit more yeah, time, then, I would put off everything that I wanted to do. And then when you get back, you don't have that same feeling anymore. Yes. Like when you get back to it a day later, you forgot what you were doing. You're not thinking about it. You're not in the same emotional state. So, yeah. it, it, you know, you may not be able to get to where you were trying to go because yeah. you were you know, trying to pull yourself in too many different directions. Yeah, it's like you, it's like harder. It's like harder to get into that flow state mm-hmm. when you have to stop. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have to stop and you can just keep the flow state going, exactly. that's where the good shit comes yeah. from. Yeah, or like yeah. when you're writing, like when you're you're on a tear, you got a really great joke or you got something. Mm-hmm. You you got to just you write think it about down. something. Yeah. And like, if you try to come back to it later, you read and you're just like, "What was I yeah, talking yeah, about?" Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. What no. are fish knuckles? Like, what? <laughs> what did I? Why did I think that was funny? I want to see that note what in your phone mean? just so yeah. I can try and piece together <laughs> what the fuck. What is that? <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. Well, I've been busy lately with like work and stuff, and I feel like I've been having a hard time writing because it's like mm-hmm. my brain just like hasn't been in writing mode, and so I've been like consciously like not listening. Like a lot of time when I'm busy, I'll be like, "Oh, I'm listening to a podcast when I'm walking." Or, like I'm always listening to something, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "That's when you think of jokes." Mm-hmm. So it's like I need, I've been trying to quiet my mind. And, yeah. Like, when I do have downtime, like go for a walk, like don't bring my phone. 
because yeah, it's like if I don't have intentional mm-hmm. time to sit down to yeah. write, it's like I feel like I haven't been able to write a full joke in like a month. Yeah. I've written like seven half jokes. I can't finish any of them. And then I'll have a month where I'm just like, boom, full joke, full yeah. joke. <laughs> what do you think is like the something that helps you lock in your focus, Zoe? I don't even know. I don't think with writing jokes, I don't think locking in focus is really how it works. I think it's yeah. like, it's I think it's like giving yourself like 10 minutes or something and then coming back to it or like like a couple of But times I mean even like day. 10 minutes of focus cuz like something that like I've recently been experimenting with is like 25 minutes of like like actual focus mm-hmm. with like a 5 minute break and then kind of breaking that up until mm-hmm. like you do it three times and then you take a 15 minute break. Yeah. Something like that where it's like I put my phone away and I intentionally make sure that like I'm not going to to do anything other than the the task that I set in front of me, like yeah. as somebody whose brain is constantly like, what am I doing? I'm doing something wrong. I'm not doing everything. I'm yeah. not doing, you know, like as somebody who does that, like giving myself 25 minutes, it's not a lot, you know. And because like mm-hmm. too much time, you're like, if if you sit down, you're like, I'm gonna write for three hours. You're gonna be like, I didn't write for three hours. I failed. You say 25 minutes. It's pretty mm-hmm. easy to succeed at that. Um, so Lee, what about you? Um, what's something that helps you like lock in your focus? Um, well, I actually do like take time like i do on a typically on a saturday i will i will take three hours yeah i block out a certain amount of time and i will like actually write that's say i'm gonna do that like i'm i have like i kind of force myself to to kind of like write i what i do is i get like 10 um 10 ideas like and it could be anything like you know i just bought some new shoes or Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I got a dog or like just anything. Mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, okay, I want to write a joke about that. Because generally, my like my style is like mostly like set up punchline, set up punchline. Right, right, so right. I'm just trying to like write like one joke about like this thing. Yeah. And just kind of like, because to me, like the fun thing about comedy to me is writing the jokes. Like I like, it's like a puzzle to me. Yes. Like, yeah. It's like just trying to figure out when you're like, there's something there. There's a joke somewhere. There's something yeah. funny about yeah. that there's got to be and i'm trying to find like what the angle is that no one else yeah. has thought of yeah it's nah. something that's that's my own personal thing so i'm like okay i have like 10 ideas and then i try to write like five jokes yeah no nah, i think that's super dope when i do that i go out like every day of the week the the following week and then i just work on it and hopefully by the end of the week i'll have like three minutes of material hopefully yeah yeah that's, after that's you've kind goal. of like yeah. gone when you whittle everything. everything down yeah yeah, no, I actually recently had an experience where I told my friend I was just like uh, speaking to like the whole short joke thing. Mm. I told my friend I was just like, uh, so I recently got a, a psycho or I recently got a hypnotherapist. Mm. And then he just waited like I was going to tell a fucking <laughs> pun. And I was just like, no, nope. I'm just telling you something that happened. <laughs> I got a hypnotherapist. I don't have any puns for this. Now I have to think of one. Yeah, Now you have to think of a punchline now. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Like, so what's the joke? You're like, oh, it's just a real thing that happened yeah, in my life. Yeah. You're like, and where's the joke? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. Like, I probably wrote one in my head and then I didn't even. I, sometimes I'll do that. Like, I'll say something like, I'm like, oh, is that a thing you did? And I'm like, no, is it worth doing? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, I didn't even like Sometimes the shit. Yeah. Like, I need other people to point out that there's something yeah. funny there because I just like have a hard time figuring out what's going to be funny to other people because mm-hmm. I say all sorts of shit. Yeah, yeah. I like that writing technique though. I feel like I need to be more intentional. Yeah, about well writing. I think like even even if you are going to set aside three hours, like there's nothing wrong with setting aside three hours as long as you're not beating yourself up mm-hmm. if it was two and a half hours. Yeah. I yeah. feel like focus is such a, a hard thing to just kind of to make come about that like if you beat yourself up for not having a perfect amount of it, mm-hmm. then you won't recognize that you wrote for two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. So um right real quick before we wrap up, um, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about um what are things that you find break your focus? Um when I get a little too far into the research. Like sometimes I write a joke and I'm like, I wonder what this word means. Mm-hmm. What's what's the origin mm. of this? And then I'll start reading. Then I'm on Wikipedia. I'm, yeah. Like, I'm, what am I just doing? Just getting super distracted. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, what am I, what am I doing? So I have to like get back to like what I was actually doing at the time. Yeah. Um, that's, that's my biggest thing. It's just like when I feel like I may have gone too far down the rabbit hole Yeah. Uh, to make sure that I'm not doing that. That's, yeah, it's probably the biggest thing. Well, it, I I think it's just making sure that like you you when you set an intention that like mm-hmm. you're like I want to walk out of this with this joke. Mm-hmm. Anything that's bonus can yeah. be bonus, but like if you get too wrapped up and like I think this is part of the whole thing, then you can end up adding mm-hmm. things and not even accomplishing your final yeah. goals. So. Yeah, to to me the goal is to if I say I want to write five jokes, that's the goal. 
So it's not really about time. Like if I can do it in two hours, then that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's not really about the time. It's just like if the if the goal is I want to write five jokes, then when I've done with that, then I'm like, okay, perfect. I'm good. All right. Well, hey, <laughs> you are good. You're not. You're better than good. You're fucking <laughs> hey. amazing. Thank you so Thank much you. for joining Thanks, us, Free Tillman. That has been the Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from nine to ten a.m. on Shady Pines Radio as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I've been your host, your old pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Bye, everybody. And Free Tillman. Bye. All right. Later, players. <laughs>